And now it's time for the newest episode of Straight Talk with Donnie Smith. Join Donnie for straight in-your-face talk from men, discussing real topics, real solutions, with real truth. Hey guys, this is your boy Donnie again for another great episode of Straight Talk, okay? And I want to talk to you a little bit today about something that uh, we all, we should all be doing, okay? And this topic is called owning up to your responsibilities, owning up to the truth, and taking responsibility for the actions that you choose to take, whether it be good or whether it be bad. And I'm going to touch on a few verses here before we get out, get into it. And it's a personally about the truth and owning up to the truth, and so to speak. Okay, first verse I'm going to talk about is John 8:32. Then you will know the and then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. That is 100% truth. I mean, all right, is like you have to know the truth, and the truth will set you free. So. Why not own up to it, you know? Own up to it. Take responsibilities for the choices you make. And another one is John fourteen six. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And uh, in other words, confessing to him, because he already knows the truth already about you. He already knows. You just let, waiting for you to tell him so he can repent of whatever it is you've done or said or whatever we'll do in the future. And the ultimate truth is knowing that Jesus is the Son of God. And that, of course, brings me to John 3.16. And everybody knows this verse. If you don't, then you've been living under the rock for the half your life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, so whoever believes in him shall not be per not perish but have everlasting life. And everlasting life obviously means going to heaven and reaping the rewards of knowing that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior. And sharing that great joy to everybody you know. No, we're sharing the truth to evil, the people that don't know that Jesus, who Jesus is, or who Jesus was, and who will ever will be, which is your Lord and Savior. And I tell that to people all the time when I'm working. I mean, if they seem to like it when I talk to them about it, because I mean, we're sharing the great joys of the world that is destined to burn in hell, and we all know that this world would be destined to burn in hell. That's all it is to it. And the other part of this is owning up to your responsibilities, owning up to what you did, taking the consequences for your actions. If you did the crime, it's your fault. You have to choose what you're going to do to uh, fix it. That's all it is to it. You break the law by going to somebody and break and beating the hell out of them or robbing them or carjacking somebody and the police pull you over or capture you and you're sitting there saying, oh, I didn't do it, I didn't do it. Well, who the hell did it? You're caught on camera doing it. Why are you trying to take? Uh, why are you trying to pass the blame or pass the buck onto somebody else? And just like my sister, when every time she gets fired from a damn job, she keeps on saying, "Oh, it's not my fault. It's the manager's fault. She didn't like me." So no, you're telling me the manager took the time out of her busy schedule just to piss you off? Why would a manager do that? They got more important things to worry about than sitting time out of their busy day to make your life a living hell. They didn't do that. You've done something to make them fire you. They're not going to say, what can I do to make this person's life miserable? What can I do? They're busy doing bookkeeping, inventory, and everything else that a manager is supposed to do. They're not worried about how they can make your life a living hell. That's all it is to it. They're busy running a company. Your job is to do what they tell you to do. 
and because they're your boss they're paying you to do a job well I'm sorry you have to do what you got to do to keep your job it's about protecting your paycheck not quitting this because they made you mad well too bad you didn't put in for that company you didn't start it they got more on the line than you do as an employee if you wanted the responsibility you go out and take the time and build your own company that's all it is to it and that's what I tell my sister all the time because she just wants to blame everybody else for her shortcomings and I want to talk to you about addiction. Addiction is a part of this, and it's a very huge part of it because nobody told you to become an addict. Nobody set time out of your busy out of their business schedule to say, "Hey, I want you to do this right here, right now." No, you made the choice to become addicted. You made the choice to take whatever it is you took. And it's time to own up to it. It's time to stop it and knock it off. And this is from First Peter two nineteen, which I don't think I have the verse in front of me no I don't have the verse in front of me I'm sorry but uh, you know what it is I'm sure you guys know what it is but uh, just look it up later on when you get a chance to it's 2nd Peter 2.19 and uh, it's it's a great verse on addiction and uh, it, hopefully you guys will get what I'm trying to get out of you on, on that particular verse Another verse I want to talk about is, oh, I'm sorry, I do have it here, and um, I just glanced over because you didn't have Second Peter written over near it. I'm sorry, people, that, but I do want to touch on this one, and it says, they promised them freedom while themselves are slaves from depravity, for people are slaves to whatever has them mastered. So in other words, you... In other words, you are, uh, well, how do I want to put this delicately? In other words, you become slaves to whatever it is you're doing, whether it be drugs, alcohol, or something else that takes the joy out of your life. In other words, you have to do it every single day, no matter what it is. No matter what it is, whatever taking the joy from you and taking your attention away from God. See, we should be addicted to God because God will bring us eternity. Not drugs, not alcohol, none of that. None of you, not even money. And I got to be honest with you. We can be addicted to money. Money can be, money can destroy us. Look at rich people today. I mean, they're so wrapped up in buying stocks and buying more and more. They want more and more money. And they're the ones that have it. And yet they still want more. And that's being addicted because they're letting money be their joy. I'm guilty of it sometimes too, especially uh, around here when uh, my wife wants to go somewhere or do something and I'm like, we don't have the money. Yes, we do. And uh, long story short, we end up going anyway. And we do end up having a good time because it's about spending time together. It's not about the money we spend. It's about us spending time together. And you have to spend time with your spouse, which I touched on that a little bit on the last podcast as well. But yes, long story short, you can be addicted to money. You could be addicted to money just like you be addicted to anything else. Because the more you have, the more you want. And you never have enough. And that's the way it is in this world. You never have enough. But I want to talk, uh, talk to you about choice and choices that we make. In Galatians 6, 7, and 8, uh, chapter 6, verses 7 and 8, about choice. Do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. Whoever sows the sows to please their flesh from the flesh will reap destruction whoever sows to please the spirit from the spirit will reap eternal life 
and that just tell that, that should tell everybody that God can't be mocked. And when you mock Him, it's not exactly mocking Him with words; it's mocking Him with his, with your actions. And you will reap the uh, reap the, the what the, you're sowing by the choices that you make with those actions. And it's not a way you want to go down when you want to mock God. You never want to mock Him. And we people, we do it every single day. We mock on God. And we shouldn't be doing that. We should not be doing that at all. We should be glorifying his name because he's the one that created us. And he created a world. And that brings me to a point I saw in Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman the other day. And that Indian guy on that show really hit home to that. When he said was, uh, the spirit created everything. God created everything. So horses, two-legged, four-legged people as he put it in that show, is we're all from the same creator. Therefore, we're descendants of all animals. They, they have the same father as we do. He created them just like he created us. If that's not something that makes you think about life in different ways, I don't know what is. I mean, Dr. Quinn has always been a good show anyway, and I can't. it's kind of sad that they canceled that thing years and years and years ago. Matter of fact, I don't think the millennial kids even ever heard of Dr. Quinn, let alone anybody else. But my wife and I watch that quite a bit on on demand on our Roku box, and it's a it was a pretty good show. And when he said that, like, wow, that's not a bad way of analyzing things right there. And horses being descendants as, from the Creator, just like we are, that that's pretty amazing if you ask me. Because he did create everything. We don't even think about that, but he did create everything. Another verse I want to touch on here is Romans two eight. But for those who are self seeking and reject the truth and follow wickedness there will be wrath and anger and that's true and whether you want to believe that or not that is true because if you're seeking your own enjoyment from things other than God your destiny is only to fall and that's all it is to it and that brings the point that uh, it's your choice whether you want to go to hell or not it's your choice I mean it's there you don't he don't want us to go there, but it's what will happen if we don't choose the right path. And that's the path of the follow God. Isaiah one twenty eight says, But the rebels and sinners will be together will together be shattered, and those who forsake the Lord will perish in hell. So if you forsake the Lord, you've already you already put a nail in your coffin already. And he doesn't want us to go there. And he's and what points that is Matthew twenty five forty one. Only Satan only meant for Satan and his angels. Hell is only meant for them, not for us. But if we choose to go there, that's where we're going. And the choice is clear to, uh, to make. You're going to either choose God or you're going to ever choose hell. Your choice. And it, the choice is ultimately up to you. And then he will say to those on his left, Depart from me, you who are cursed in eternal fire. Prepare for the devil and his angels. He says that point blank, black and white, clear as crystal clear. Those he will uh, then he will say to those on his left. What do we call the people on the left, and what do we call the people on the right? Why do we choose to be on the left? Beats the hell out of me. Let's see. Do I want to choose? baby killing people or do I want to choose baby saving people choice is up to you and do I want to be with a woman because I'm a man or do I want to be with a man because I'm a man 
choice is pretty clear to me. What do you say? Those are just two examples on the people on the left. They will always choose a backwards-ass way that they could possibly take. And it says right there, those on his left. See, God knows who's on the left. He already says it right here, black and white. I don't know how much choice you need to make. Second Thessalonians 1, 5 and t through 10 says, Choice, all this is clear evidence of God's righteous judgment. And, you, and so you will be counted worthy of the kingdom of God from which you are suffering. After all, it is only right for God to repay with deflection to those who afflict you and to grant relief to you who are oppressed. And to us as well, this will take place when the Lord Jesus reveals from heaven with his mighty angels in the blazing fire of affliction and vengeance on those who do not know God and do not obey the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Though they will suffer the penalty for eternal destruction separated from the presence of the Lord and the glory of his might. On the, on, on the day he comes to be glorified in his saints and regard, regarded with wonder by those who believed including you who have believed in our testimony. And Thessalonians, uh, 2 Thessalonians 2, 1-4 through 4 says, Now concerning the coming of the Lord Jesus and our being gathered together to him, we'll ask you brothers not to be easily disconcerted or alarmed by any spirit or message or, at, or letter seeming to be from us, alleging that the day of the Lord has already come. Let no one deceive you in any way, for it will not come until the rebellion occurs and the man of lawlessness, the son of destruction, is revealed. He will oppose and exalt himself above every so-called God or object of worship. So he will seat himself in the temple of God and proclaiming himself to be God. If that's not something, I don't know what is. You know what I mean, people? And Exodus 20, we should all know, is the Ten Commandments. And honestly, the Ten Commandments are was written to... Uh, how do I want to put this delicately? To, uh, to uh, condemn us. I mean, because we can't do a single one of these commandments. And this, these commandments have been around for generations and generations to come. I mean, we're guilty of at least one of these commandments every single day of our lives. So that's what I mean by we were, these commandments were to condemn us. But God gives us an exit out of these commandments. You remember when these commandments came about? They came about from um, on, on, on the mountain when uh, Abraham, I think, no, was, Moses went on top of the mountain. And Jesus gave these commandments to him. And they were always meant to condemn us. And that's why Jesus came to earth to save ourselves, save us from our sins. I mean, and uh, we break the... There's, you know how many commandments there are in the Bible? Does anybody know? I think my last Sunday school teacher told me it was like 267 commandments. And we can't even follow 10. And the 10, these are the most easiest. That's a, sadly enough, these are the most idiots. I mean, most easiest. One, you shall not murder. And how often does murder happen every single day in this country? Happens on a daily basis of at least 150 to 200 people get murdered every day. Thou shalt not steal. 
people steal every single day, whether it be time at work or whether it be money or whether it be some other form of object or something. People steal every day. And it's just unreal. But that's why God gave us his son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for us. Well, I'm going to take a break here. We're going to come back and talk a little bit more about the, about the topic today, which is own it, the truth. And uh, we'll get back into this discussion after, after this music song. Uh, it's called Matthew West, The Truth. Okay, I'll be back in a little bit. Lie number one, you're supposed to have it all together And when they ask how you're doing, just smile and tell them, never better Lie number two, everybody's life is perfect except yours So keep your messes and your wounds and your secrets safe with you behind closed doors Truth be told, the truth is rarely told. I say I'm fine, yeah, I'm fine, oh, I'm fine, hey, I'm fine, but I'm not. I'm broken, and when it's out of control, I say it's under control, but it's not. And you know it, I don't know why it's so hard to admit it. When being honest is the only way to fix it There's no failure, no fall, there's no sin you don't already know So let the truth be told There's a sign on the door that says come as you are, but I doubt it if we lived like that was true Every Sunday morning pew would be crowded But didn't you say church should look more like a hospital? A safe place for the sick The sinner and the scarred and the prodigals Like me Well truth be told The truth is rarely told the only one who says I'm fine, yeah I'm fine, oh I'm fine, hey I'm fine, but I'm not I'm broken, and when it's out of control I say it's under control, but it's not And you know it, I don't know why it's so hard to admit it When being honest is the only way to fix it There's no failure, no fall, there's no sin you don't already know so let the truth be told Can I really stand here unashamed Knowing that your love for me won't change Oh God, if that's really true Then let the truth be told I say I'm fine, yeah No failure, no fall, there's no sin 
something you don't already know So let the truth be told Alright, I hope you enjoyed that song called Matthew, from Matthew West And the other side of this topic I want to talk about I've already went through the truth And I've touched on some of owning it and taking responsibility I want to touch a little bit more on that It's about if you do the time, if you do the crime, you gotta do the time for it. Uh, one of one of the topics I want to talk about is rape and abortion uh, with rape, because some women, when they get raped, they gotta figure out what they're gonna do about the kid, and that should be a pretty simple answer to that. Really, the kid should have the right to live. But what happens to the guy who never gets caught, whether it be lack of evidence or the woman just don't know who the hell he is? Um, well, honestly, as you rape uh, a person, you rape somebody, they should face up to the truth. I mean, he's going to spend more time hiding out, lying about who he is, than owning up to it and taking responsibility for his actions. I mean, it's crazy that uh, that he he believes that. Oh well, I got away with it. All right, I can go out and do it again, and he's going to continue on doing it again until he gets caught. Well, why not be a damn man and fess up to it and take responsibilities for his actions? That's all it is to it. Just take responsibility. And why continue? Do you think you're entitled to rape women? I mean, come on. Nobody's entitled to do anything. Nobody is. And and it's really crazy. I mean, of course, it's not crazy to the person who's doing it because he's having fun doing it. I mean, obviously, that's why he's doing it in the first damn place. But, um... You need to fess up to it, be a man, grow a pair of balls, and take responsibility for your actions. Everybody needs to take responsibilities for their actions. That's why we call, that's why God called what he calls repentance. It's owning up to it, take responsibility for your actions, and ask for forgiveness. After you spend time in jail for whatever it is, you go to God and ask him for your forgiveness, and he'll forgive you. I mean, it sounds like an easy way out to me because it is. I mean, then you'll be in the kingdom of God once your time comes to pass away. And, and it's just, uh, that's all I got to say about that particular subject. But uh, also stealing, the same exact scenario. You need to own up to your actions. And that's a part of repentance and part of making Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. I've had to do it back in my days. I mean, I didn't steal or rape anybody, obviously, but I, I did disobey my dad a couple of times, and I actually made the man file for bankruptcy. I mean, he lost his house because of me, because I wouldn't grow up and be a man at the time I needed to. And now he has a foreclosure, and that's, and that's, part, and that's my fault. Not partly, but it is totally my fault. I was acting like a wise-ass kid and didn't want to pay attention to nothing. And I had to fess up to it and take responsibility, and I'm slowly paying him back as much as I can each time I can. And that's a part of taking responsibilities for the consequences that you make, the, for the choices that you make, and the consequences from those choices. You have to stand up, grow a pair of balls, and just fess up and be a man. And doing what you need to as a man, which means lead your house to God as God called us to be. And going the biblical way. I mean, look at Phil Robertson. He he was a heathen too. And he even mentioned him during his te testimony he makes. Well, when he did make him, because I think he's retired now. But he said in his testimony he was a heathen. And he, he turned his life completely around. 
now God has an amazing servant for him. And just like he has an amazing servant in me and my lovely wife, we're both servants of God and we actually do what we need to do to bring glory to God's name. And that's all he wants. He wants glory for his name. Because he is one God, the only God that there ever will be. And he has every right to be uh, a, a possessive God because he is the only God and there's no reason why he can't be. And there's no reason why he, we shouldn't be glorifying his name every single day because he does everything for us and yet we can't do one damn thing nice for him. And that's the only thing that he needs and wants is to be glorified. He and he has every right to want to be glorified. Every right in the world to want to be glorified because he does it all for us. And he's most certainly not a crutch that people seem to want to call him. Oh, he's just a crutch. You're just using him as a crutch. No, he is not a crutch. He is the creator. He knows what we need and he knows what he wants. And he knows we uh, what we want. The only thing he has is just for gratification in the end. And there's no reason why we shouldn't be giving him gratification in the end. If he deserves it, and he does deserve it. But, um, I think I may, I think I really touched on everything I wanted to touch on here. It's owning up to our choices and every lousy ass choice we do make sometimes. And yeah, I think I touched on everything I wanted to touch on today. And I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. And, um, hopefully you turn in, tune in for next episodes as well. Cause I'm going to be touching on more and more as the thing, days come along. But, uh, um, I want to have a little prayer here for us and uh, and just tell everybody about what we're doing in the future, okay? So let me go ahead and close with a prayer and I'll let you guys in on what's going to be coming on in the next few weeks and uh, we'll go from there, okay? Alright, dear Lord, please bless my um, listeners as they're listening to this podcast and please be with us as we go about our days and please just be with the people who need you to be with them and bring them to you and glorify your name as you can only glorify them. Please let them be the servants that you want them to be for you and honor your name, and Lord. And just please be with us as we go about our day, Lord. And please be with our family and friends as they live out their lives too, Lord. And please be with my wife and myself, and and just help us to glorify you in the end, Lord. In Jesus Christ's name I pray, amen. And yeah, and I want to touch on a few other things here real quick. Uh, just go to our YouTube channel because we got some more exciting videos coming to you on our YouTube channel at Your New Life Ministries LLC on YouTube. We don't have our own website for our YouTube channel yet, but it is coming uh, just as soon as we get uh, more uh, subscribers to grow our subscriber list. Uh, and just uh, visit our website at yournewlifeministries.org. Sign up for our email blast and you'll get uh, updates on our upcoming ventures and upcoming things that we got coming along to you. We got uh, children's books out and my lovely wife has more on the, on the way being published as we speak. And so they'll be released uh, soon, hopefully. And I've got some more books coming your way, too. Um, my most uh, recent book that we published is called Pebbles in the Water. And your, uh, one, one, kindness, one Kindness Can Make Ripple Effects. Yeah, it's called Pebbles in the Water. And my wife has several books on it herself called Most, most Wonderful One. is about women uh, surviving abuse that title is called ride the wind so check that out on our website and uh yeah just subscribe to us here on our 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 podcast you got this and straight talk check us out on both of those and um and uh follow us on our instagram as well subscribe to us on our instagram uh your new life ministries on instagram all right uh talk at you later guys and uh 
Check us out later on, all right? Talk at you later. Bye.